0: Hey, welcome to episode five of Nurmer Nurmer. I'm Susie, and in this episode, I talk to Nikki about Ben & Jerry's ice cream, corporate statements about Black Lives Matter, and ice cream products we want to try. A quick edit after the podcast has already come out, it's been brought to our attention with a lot of embarrassment and disappointment, but not a lot of surprise that it turns out. Ben and Jerry's are plenty imperfect, especially related to the Black Lives Matter movement, because they insist on selling ice cream in an illegally occupied Palestinian territory. And uh, basically they're negating their statements about black liberation because they don't do the right thing when it comes to Palestinians. And if you wanna see the connection, please read some Angela Davis uh it's a whole thing it's worth reading more about it was silly of us to even act for a second like any corporation has no blood on their hands the episode still is what it is but it's worth noting that they're plenty imperfect so take what you will with a grain of salt that's all Mm -hmm. i wanted to make a podcast for a really 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 long time before i was actually able to and the thing that allowed me to do it was anchor anchor you can edit the podcast you can record the podcast you can invite friends to join it all on the anchor app so you need a phone or computer You can go to the library, log in there if you really needed to. You could use an old iPod Touch. It's the most accessible way that I have found to make a podcast because I really thought that you had to spend a bunch of money and get a bunch of production equipment and whatever in order to do it. But when I figured out I could use Anchor as a platform to host the podcast, they distribute it for me. Um, You probably already know this if you've ever listened to an episode before or if you have seen the description with the tag that says that I make it on Anchor. If you want to do this, if you want to get into it, it's super easy. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app, and I swear it's free. Like, it's it's so easy. It's the easiest, freest, most free way to host a podcast. What's up? Hello i did some research
1: on uh ben and jerry's
0: yeah damn yeah they're uh they've been doing the justice thing for longer than i realized yeah that's pretty legit and i I actually hadn't gotten the chance to find the article i was
1: hoping to but their like founders got arrested at a protest right
0: yeah it looks like that was in 2016 Unlike most companies, they recognized Black Lives Matter the first time. It sort of sort of <laughs> showed up in the cultural oh world. God. I wanted to talk about Ben & Jerry's because it seems like there's a lot of companies right now that are posting messages in support of Black Lives Matter. And then I've also seen a fair amount who have had to take a step back as soon as they do because they're called out for, like, really racist things they've done in the past or their founder has done really racist things in the past. And then, so they're I think was... themselves. Yeah, totally. And, like, I feel like there's kind of a spectrum right now between companies that aren't posting at all to companies that are actually doing something and have been doing something, and then some in the middle that it's, like, maybe their PR person just recommended that they show support for this thing and they're never going to do anything useful. Yeah. Uh, But I saw that Ben & Jerry's had been sort of... they they've been lifted up as this group that had, like, a really strong stance that seemed very progressive um yeah and they didn't they release that like justice in something flavor like three years ago oh i didn't know that i've seen it like i've seen people posting that justice flavor let's see i'm not positive on the time frame but i feel like what i saw was
1: that it's not like a recent thing it's like some like probably happened in the swing of the last black lives matter movement
0: interesting i'm looking up their flavors yeah so they're just a couple
1: of hippie dudes i love it how great would it be to i don't know like their backgrounds at all i don't even know their are their names ben and jerry i'd really like yeah
0: their names are ben and jerry i listened to the um how it's made about ben and jerry's basically they were a couple of like hippie kids that were not doing so hot after high school like one of them went to college for pre-med. The other one went to, like, four different colleges and dropped out of all of them. And then they were friends since middle school, actually. And uh, I love that. And they were just like, you know what? Let's make ice cream. They wanted to have, like, something to do. And so they decided on ice cream. And then they wanted to find a place that didn't already have, like, an ice cream competitor. And that's why they chose Vermont. And the reason people don't make ice cream in Vermont is because it's cold, like, seven months out of the year. And I didn't know anything about Vermont until I moved to the Northeast, but it is like a very liberal place, so it kind of made sense for them to be there. That's where they wanted to be.
1: So they they didn't initially live there. They uprooted their lives to start
0: selling yeah. ice cream
1: in a super cold state. <laughs>
0: yeah, they I like love it. they bounced around a little bit. They were like in New York City for a second. Uh, wanted to go to Saratoga Springs, but Saratoga Springs already had a ice cream place, so they went to Vermont.
1: That's legit. That's smart too. So at what point like, do you know how long they were just like a local Vermont ice cream shop before they had turned into like a full on...
0: I don't know how long it took, but uh, let's see. Because they're like they're
1: delicious. They do not skimp on quality, man.
0: So that was their thing. They had... Their big thing was that they wanted chunks. Which like, that's what that's why people like them. Apparently there was like all of the other ice cream companies at the time were using equipment that couldn't process big chunks to put in the like little pints. And so that's why they would put just like a bunch of small chunks. And I bet that's still true for the companies that don't have big chunks of stuff. Maybe. But yeah, they like <sighs> insisted on it. Which I'm looking right now
1: at all of their flavors. I don't know why I didn't get Ben and Jerry's today. I should have been eating it during this recording.
0: Yeah, I just um... ate <laughs> some.
1: What is your favorite ice cream flavor?
0: Mm, I usually go for mint.
1: That's pretty good. You can't go super wrong with that. I lean towards peanut butter.
0: Ooh. Whatever it is, whether
1: it's like a swirl with chocolate, or I actually I think if I had to pick, it'd be like peanut butter mixed into vanilla base. Maybe throw in a little bit of like cookie material.
0: Yeah. Do you like a peanut butter shake? I do. I really love peanut butter shakes. I like peanut butter shakes too. Okay, so they decided to put no artificial growth hormones in their ice cream in 1989. Whoa. Yeah. Did they even know what growth hormones were back then? So yeah, so that's the thing. That's why they kind of have a foot to stand on as far as their progressive ideals, because they were doing that. They insisted on fair trade, they insisted on local Vermont ingredients. Like, before anyone used any of those things as a marketing tactic.
1: Right. Before people would stop buying your product because you didn't do those things. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So, they also invented the cookie dough flavor. Like, plenty of people have cookie dough now, but they were the first ones. Really? Yeah.
1: I didn't know that. With a $5 correspondence course in ice cream making from the Penn State and a $12,000 investment, 4000 of which borrowed, Ben and Jerry opened their first ice cream shop ice cream scoop shop in a renovated gas station that is amazing
0: i'm reading their history on their website Uh, yeah me too i'm flipping through the decades they have like a cute like graphic of each decade i love this so i never knew anything about them i'm a little bit surprised that like i've never heard of someone boycotting them why would you what do you have but but you know how like people like there's a there's an idea that some people have that if a company takes a political stance and you disagree with it then you're not going to buy their thing which like depending on what it is i can see that but like you know when starbucks did happy holidays instead of merry christmas people were like don't go to starbucks or like when right when target had tried to put in gender inclusive bathrooms people were like don't go to target but it, it yeah. maybe just because ben and Jerry have been doing it this whole time
1: also yeah and When you have a good enough product, I mean, honestly, the same can be said for Starbucks and Target. Who cares if you lose those people? You're going to have more people stay faithful to you now because of that. And B, they sucked. You didn't want them as your customer anyways.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. So Apparently, at some point, Pillsbury had bought Haagen-Dazs. Pillsbury started telling distributors of ice cream that if they also carried Ben & Jerry's, then they wouldn't be able to get haagen-dazs anymore they ended up like ben and jerry started picketing the the pillsbury building with what is the doughboy afraid of
1: oh my god Cause... those <laughs> those guys have never given
0: up a... yeah that was, that was like pretty early on because they apparently pretty early on were covered in time magazine because they had like a high quality product and they got attention because they were in a place that the community supported them as the like only ice cream business pretty much and that's how they got a lot of their whatever like attention uh in 2001 they were purchased by unilever they had tried to stay independent and because it was owned by shareholders or something i don't totally understand how companies work but because it was hold, held by shareholders, the the board couldn't figure out how to do right by the shareholders without selling it to Unilever at the price they were offering. And that's when mm. Ben and Jerry kind of stepped out and were no longer involved. But because Ben and Jerry's always ha- came with like the social justice brand, Unilever's kind of been forced to uphold that because that's part of how they gain their success. And it's part yeah, of I the hope. brand. So.
1: It's a great thing to have incorporated in your brand.
0: Yeah, rather than the opposite, where there's so many places that, especially right now, are taking a political stance or any sort of social justice stance for the first time ever, and people are reacting to it. But if you try to do the right thing from the beginning, like your company will survive better. And it's kind of sick, but I've been thinking about this a lot. Obviously, there are a lot of good... Like humanitarian reasons to support a social justice movement, especially Black Lives Matter. And companies that are doing it without making any changes, I think, are foolish because if you actually have diversity in your company, then you can reach more people. Like it makes business sense too. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like, why wouldn't you want to represent everybody in your company if you're even in the name of profit? Like companies that only care about profit, even, I feel like should be more concerned. Yeah, no, it's, it serves as a disadvantage to only serve one population. Totally. And Ben and & Jerry's is doing fine.
1: You know what else is interesting is Ben & Jerry's, like, they built their following. Because this has been such a core part of who they are from the beginning... They built a loyal following of people that possibly, at least many of them, have already known this and supported them because of it. So them continuing to like, be more progressive, they're not going to lose people because it's how they gained people in the first place. Like It's not like the Home Depot guy coming out and giving a ton of money to, who, was it Trump? I don't even remember. I think it was to the Trump yeah. campaign. It's not like coming out of the woodworks. It's like people supported them because they knew from the beginning, like these are good guys.
0: Yeah and I also feel like it's really hard to well I guess it depends on your com- uh concept of hard but I feel like I have a hard time being a good consumer often because there are a lot of places I take for granted or like businesses I take for granted and assume they're doing the right thing Yeah, and then come to find out like they're donating millions to some organization that I despise or like they don't don't treat their workers correctly or they're getting stuff made by slaves like there's all kinds of stuff that you find out later so yeah i think it's really cool that they have that transparency and it it does it kind of makes me suspicious of other places that don't have any transparency about that stuff
1: yep because why be silent what like what are you trying to hide or protect
0: yeah Ooh, the 25 funniest flavor suggestions we've ever gotten do they name their flavors based off of like general audience? Okay, so oh this is why this is the one thing I wanted Alexis for. What do you know about the band Fish? Nothing. Exactly, dude. None of us knew about fish because we're from Arizona. But when I moved to the Northeast, fish is a huge thing. And people who like it are all the way in and they're like obsessed. Like it is the most <laughs> obsessive fandom I've ever seen. And I don't like it because I don't think their music is good. And I also, their fans are obsessed to the point of upsetting me. And so today I bought the fish food Ben and Jerry's. But as a kid, I literally thought it would taste like actual fish food. Not the banned That's... fish. <laughs> so I've never had it until today because I didn't, I it didn't, it was like I had lived in the Northeast for like a year. And I looked at it and I was like, oh my God, like the band fish. And I also didn't know that Jerry Garcia was a thing. I thought that Cherry Garcia was just a name. But that's the guy from The Grateful Dead. Oh, okay. I'm so bad with pop culture references. Well, dude, I didn't know that either because I didn't know anyone that listened to The Grateful Dead. But apparently to most people that I don't know about most, a lot of people understand that reference. I did not understand it. But that's why I'm like, okay, they definitely knew a Vermont audience when they chose the Grateful Dead and Fish as, like, things they were supporting. Right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's some some hometown shit right there.
0: Yeah, so I don't know, like, I'm curious what the general public does think of that stuff, because I'm, I mean, Fish is definitely a regional occurrence. People here don't realize that, but it is. So I wonder like if that's a problem other people who aren't from this region have where they didn't think twice about fish food.
1: It's like their least favorite or least popular flavor. Have you had it? Everyone's like that sounds terrible.
0: <laughs> no, I haven't had it. It's um caramel, marshmallow and chocolate.
1: Mm, that could be interesting in the right circumstance.
0: Yeah, it's it's like it's good. It's Ben & Jerry's so it's good, but it was sweet for me and I love sweet. Yeah, I never have understood
1: when people are like, it's too sweet, I don't like this. I'm sorry, what?
0: (laughs) I am also, like, marshmallow and caramel are two things that I'll eat if they're in something, but they're not usually my go-tos for anything.
1: Yeah. It sounds really like a rich flavor.
0: Yeah. Okay. The 25 funniest flavor suggestions. I'm ready. Gregarious Gorgonzola. (laughs) It's... Are these ones
1: they actually adopted?
0: No, they're just fantasy ones that people sent. Got it. Okay. Um, Because, like, the Cherry Garcia and the Fish Food were both fan ideas. The Gorgonzola one also has... It's Gorgonzola cheese, dark chocolate, and raspberry jam. That is
1: really strange.
0: Pepperoni, which is vanilla ice cream with candied pepperoni chunks.
1: Could that be, like, a... I guess it's essentially, like, bacon... Like a sweet bacon. Sort Ooh, of dessert.
0: people do love bacon in their sweet stuff. That's still
1: weird, but I get it. Okay, all right.
0: Do you remember when Denny's had that, like, bacon sweet stuff menu?
1: I don't. It was
0: like a, they served, like, a bacon milkshake and, like, a bacon pancake. I don't know, a lot. It sounds kind of good. <laughs> yeah, I didn't try it, but people liked it, I guess. Especially, I feel like you're at Denny's drunk. It's, like, two in the morning. Yeah, that would
1: sound good at two in the morning if I had been drinking.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Salty licorice. No. Like
1: black licorice? Yeah. Black licorice. I I don't like black licorice. No thanks. Yeah, I don't. Like, if you could have asked me, like, how could you make black licorice a little grosser? I would (laughs) have said add salt.
0: Add salt. Put it in ice cream. (laughs) That's
1: really nasty.
0: Tequila sunrise. Vanilla ice cream with coconut, orange, agave, pineapple, graham cracker, chocolate swirls, and a hint of tequila. That sounds kind of legit. I would eat it. I would try it Mm -hmm. once. (laughs) Like, I'm never going to buy fish food again. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Sugar on snow. White chocolate ice cream with maple caramel swirl. Maple caramel. That would be interesting. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Yeah, again, I'm, like, not super into a caramel swirl, so maybe I'm not the right one. When life I feel like maple is what throws that off for me. Yeah, that, again, have you ever had, like, a maple bacon thing? I have.
1: I've had a maple bacon donut, and it's pretty delicious.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's kind of tapping into that. I know that's not bacon, but, like, is it salted caramel? I don't even know, man. When life gives you lemon, lemon ice cream with graham cracker swirl and lemon curds. I'm
1: actually a weirdo about lemon stuff, and I would probably super enjoy that.
0: Uh, yeah, Alexis and I just had margarita sherbet the other day. Pretty good. I need to go to the grocery store and just like buy all of the flavors of Ben and Jerry's.
1: <laughs> Do you have a favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor? God, it's been a long time since I've actually bought it. Let me look at their.
0: Uh, yeah, you got to. Okay, we'll revisit that in a minute. We have uh, Breakfast in Bed, which is maple ice cream with fluffy pancake chunks, salty bacon bits, and a maple syrup swirl. Again, that's That's that same audience. yeah. Uh, Mac and Freeze. It's exactly what you think it is. No. That's gross. Don't worry, be hoppy. Salted caramel IPA ice cream with hops chunks. I'm not. I like IPAs and I don't even, that doesn't appeal to me.
1: Wait, read it one more time.
0: Salted Caramel IPA Ice Cream with Hops Chunks. That sounds terrible. Yeah, I don't want Hops Chunks.
1: Ooh, I think I, uh, strawberry cheesecake is my answer. That's
0: my favorite!
1: Um, uh, I knew there was a reason I kept you around.
0: <laughs> That's my favorite, hands down. It's it,
1: really good.
0: The chunks are full, it's like eating cheesecake. Yeah.
1: No, it's legit. I uh, kind of forgot that it existed because I really don't shop at like places like Fry's or I guess Kroger where you're at. I always get like Trader Joe's brand ice cream. It just doesn't compare. I haven't seen. Oh, I just saw cinnamon buns. That would be delicious. I also really like coffee ice cream.
0: I like coffee ice cream. Does Ben and Jerry's have a coffee ice cream?
1: Yeah, they sure do. They have a cold brew caramel latte. They have coffee toffee bar crunch and coffee, coffee, buzz, buzz, buzz. Whoa. (laughs) I would try any of those or all of those.
0: Have you had any of the almond milk Ben & Jerry's? I haven't. I've got
1: like... I really try to like almond milk. I can't. Yeah. I've tried. I've given it an honest effort. If I have to do vegan or dairy-free... Have you had cashew milk ice cream?
0: Yes, that's my favorite kind of alt-milk ice cream.
1: Yes, agreed. Because I feel like it's actually, like, rich. Yeah. And there's not, like, a distracting flavor to it for me.
0: The almond milk... Wait, I forget which flavors they have. They have some of their normal flavors available in in almond milk. And when I was vegan, that was, like, amazing. That I could still get a pint of Ben & Jerry's. Yeah, that's awesome. Because, like, there is... They have managed to take on... They are the, like ultimate you're going through a hard time or a breakup or something and you like go for the ben and jerry's and like eat the whole pint right like halo top has encroached in that territory by having those like low calorie pints that are like half skim milk and half air but (laughs) and those are delicious and it's great because you can guilt-free eat an entire pint but yeah there's something Um, about the richness of ben and jerry's that when you do not give any fucks anymore that's what you need The richness and the
1: self-loathing. You're like, you know what? 900 calories in ice cream, who cares?
0: Yeah. Who cares? One of the creators is, I don't know. I was listening to a podcast with Ben and Jerry, and even after listening to an hour of them talk, I could not tell the difference between them. (laughs) But one of them is anosmic. He can't smell. Really? Yeah.
1: Okay. So if you can't smell, a lot of the time you can't.
0: Taste Exactly, so I actually used to be pretty close with somebody who couldn't smell, and he worked as a coffee taster for a while in a roasting room because people who can't smell tend to have more of like an ability to hone in on flavors that other people can't and also like mouth feel
1: oh, that's super interesting, so like I've never thought of that, so you could like pick up on like notes of cherry and stuff like that, yeah. Whereas, the overpowering flavor just the coffee bean would be the only thing someone that could smell would notice
0: yeah or like yeah and in ben and jerry's case it was whichever one of them couldn't smell was mostly focused on if it felt creamy rather than does it actually like does it taste like mint like that wasn't enough they wanted to like get a whole rounded ice cream thing legit
1: have you uh looked up what these guys look like
0: yes have you (laughs)
1: no i haven't and i really like you need to see them they're both like scrawny like 40 year olds but i have no way of. oh i see them wow i love this
0: they're just those guys they did Um, real good for
1: real this is hilarious seeing what they look like oh my god do you think they just eat ice cream all the time or do you feel like they're burned out on it
0: I don't know. I'm that they...
1: annoying person that occasionally asks someone who, like, works at a donut shop. <laughs> I'm like, do you just eat donuts all the time or do you hate them now? <laughs> it's always my first thought. I
0: it's, do wonder. I'm
1: sure the most annoying customer.
0: Every time I've had a service job with food, I eat it when I'm there because I'm there. But then but I stop like, craving it. Yeah, I don't ever need it again. If you are listening to this podcast when it comes out, you will have probably seen a bunch of companies who have posted statements. They pretty much all say the same thing, which is something along the lines of, We at this company support Black Lives Matter. Stay strong or something. Sometimes they'll say, like, we're going to donate. Ben and Jerry's posted, We must dismantle white supremacy. Silence is not an option. yeah they uh really couldn't set a better example yeah and then the blurb under it was the murder of george floyd was the result of inhumane police brutality that is perpetuated by a culture of white supremacy what happened to george floyd was not the result of a bad apple it was the predictable consequence of a racist and prejudiced system and culture that has treated black bodies as the enemy from the beginning what happened to George Floyd in Minneapolis is the fruit born of toxic seeds planted on the shores of our country in Jamestown in 1619 when the first enslaved men and women arrived on this continent. Floyd is the latest in a long list of names that stretches back to that time and that shore. Some of those names we know, Ahmed Arbery, Brianna Taylor, Oscar Grant, Eric Garner, Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, Emmett Till, Martin Luther King Jr. Most we don't.
1: Oh my God. They're
0: really not skirting around on it, man. No, they're not. There are some places that have declared support, in air quotes, that are, like, notoriously toxic. Uber? <laughs> like,
1: the fact that Uber thinks that making a statement like that could, like, undo how horribly discriminatory they are, in general, and how everybody knows that already about them. It's like their Hail Mary to save their business. Right. No, and, man.
0: and that's, they're like pretty fucking gross that they feel like they can win anybody back by making an an empty statement. Yeah. Amazon made a statement. Amazon, we all know. (laughs) Jeff Bezos, we know you're just collecting money. Put your money in a useful place or shut up. I wonder if Ben and Jerry have hung out with Bernie Sanders.
1: When I first saw, um, I'm just gonna name this one, Ben. Uh <laughs> I was like, "Hey, you looks like you could be related to Bernie Sanders."
0: Cuz oh wait, Bernie Sanders is from Vermont. They've definitely met. Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. What if they
1: are? Oh my god. What if Obviously, they're the same they're person? Only, I mean, they're from the same state, they must know each other right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet Bernie Sanders was the first customer at Ben and Jerry. He probably was. God bless him. Obviously, when they founded their ice cream shop, they, like, didn't have any um, internet because it was 1978. And so they just, like, requested pamphlets on how to make a business and went from there. And I think that's hilarious.
1: That's amazing. Oh, my God. You never even think anymore how different that process looked.
0: Yeah, no. 30, 40 years ago. You can watch YouTube videos now for the same information. Like, they they had such little information that I'm sure YouTubers have posted that little information as well for sure no like whenever
1: i have thought of business ideas i look up like blogs on them i can't like
0: where do you even go to request
1: pamphlets
0: (laughs) yeah totally they have to like mail order pamphlets oh they also have a policy that oh they used to have it and then a new ceo came in they used to have a policy that the no employee's rate of pay shall exceed five times that of an entry-level employee like, the highest-paid employee
1: wow. c- could receive
0: maximum five times the amount. That's actually
1: a great policy to have, but they've since done away with it?
0: Yeah, apparently they had a new CEO, like, in the 90s. And he's like, no, I want to make $600,000. Yeah.
1: What a mess. <laughs> if that's the worst thing they've done, though.
0: Again, it's kind of interesting. I don't know a lot about Unilever because they're a huge corporate conglomerate. Like most of them are bad, but it's interesting. Again, that they had to keep Ben and Jerry's (laughs) doing good things and like supporting people. Patagonia also had to give up some of their original core values. Patagonia is also considered a pretty progressive brand, I guess. Mm -hmm. I
1: had a, a class in college that talked about sustainability and I forget what the exact name of it was. But that was one of the brands that I had no idea prior to that class. How much of their stuff they recycle.
0: Yeah. And they encourage people to instead of buying a new Patagonia. Fix it. Or send it to them to fix it. And give it back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's super legit.
0: Yeah. It, it feels like the companies that are the most truly progressive. And actually like do the right thing. Are the same ones that are like. It's not about how much money we're making. It's about keeping our waste down supporting communities that are under-supported, etc. Ben and Jerry. I used to get Ben and Jerry's confused with Tom and Jerry as a child. (laughs) That's
1: fair. I mean, how many Jerry's are there in the world?
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Search related to Ben and Jerry. Are Ben and Jerry married? They're not, by the way.
1: I figured not. Just because two people are friends doesn't... (laughs) typically imply that they're married
0: oh my gosh they made one called hubby hubby for gay marriage ben and jerry's Mm did
1: that's awesome what's the actual
0: uh what's in it yeah oh it's their chubby hubby flavor that they just renamed for a little while i forget what's in chubby hubby that's one that i see a lot that i've also never had i usually go for ones that the name is something i understand like strawberry cheesecake
1: (laughs) right you kind of know what to expect
0: Chubby Hubby is uh, Chubby Hubby was a bear. Chubby Hubby had no hair. <laughs> uh, it's vanilla malt ice cream with peanutty fudge covered pretzels with fudge and peanut buttery swirls. Oh my god. Pretzels. Fudge covered pretzels.
1: And peanut butter. I feel like that almost hits all my marks. I actually really like pretzels in ice cream.
0: Yeah. It can be good. Can be but it's not <laughs> so dumb. oh they've got something about their remix flavor let's see what we got
1: do you think they only employ people with the names ben and jerry
0: they're like <laughs> despite all of our social justice we do have a strict discrimination against anyone who's not named ben or jerry
1: <laughs> they're like we understand you might want to work for us jessica but you're gonna have to legally change your name <laughs>
0: uh it doesn't say when the remix flavor came out find a scoop shop they have shops Uh, that's news to me are they all in california oh no they're not but there's quite a few in california so just everywhere we don't live new hampshire new jersey nevada new york oh wait new york are they all in the city rochester hey how far is that from you Two and a half hours. Have you ever had their pint slices? No, but
1: I saw that on their website. What the heck?
0: I've seen it in the store, but I've never gotten it.
1: I didn't look closely. Let me see. It
0: looks like it's kind of like a Klondike bar. Like, it's a bit of their ice cream coated in chocolate. Oh, okay. I dig. How do you feel about Klondike bars? I, okay. Mm. (laughs) Oh, no.
1: Well, no, I just, I have, like, I grew up as a kid thinking that they were really expensive and like I like remember when I had friends that would get them I'd be like oh my god I am clearly like at a wealthy family's house Yeah. and now I realize that a pack of six of them is like three dollars and they're really underwhelming
0: (laughs) I haven't gotten one as an adult I definitely had a similar thing where if it was like I could pick out an ice cream I couldn't get that I could get like a push up Put what is yeah, it? Push pop. Like why? I don't know. Yeah. But occasionally, I was allowed to have one, or again, a friend would have one, and I would guzzle that shit as a child. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was like the
0: best day ever, and all I knew is that the commercials impressed the shit out of me because they had and a- literally.
1: I'm pretty sure Klondike is only still around because of their commercials because they somehow manipulated everybody into believing they were really good when they weren't like it's it's this tiny thin layer of chocolate that like always cracks it cracks melty vanilla filling like dripping over your fingers you lose half of your klondike bar (laughs) nobody cares
0: what you would do for it (laughs) like but the fact that i saw people doing crazy things to get them i was like wow and all i have to do is go to the store I wonder what Netflix and chilled tastes like. Dude, I just found another flavor. Pecan resist. What do you think that tastes like? Strawberries?
1: Uh, I imagine like a, like candied pecans. Mm. I'm trying to find those slices so I can... Is it literally just like a Klondike bar but Ben
0: & Jerry's version? I don't know. I haven't tried it. Probably better than a Klondike bar. Like Probably not. I bet the chocolate stays together better. I just don't feel like... First of all, I don't see them putting out a total mimic product of somebody else.
1: Oh, I already see a preview picture. That chocolate is way thicker on these. It already looks better.
0: Now I have to look up what it looks like.
1: They have like Cherry Garcia, like their popular flavors in it. I didn't expect that for some reason.
0: Of the slices? Yeah. That makes me want. The Tonight Dough? Yeah.
1: With freaking Jimmy Fallon on the front of the page or on the on the front of the package.
0: Yeah. Speaking of people who've caught shit in recent days. Jimmy Fallon.
1: I've I i i am actually not aware of what happened. Should I
0: be concerned? No. Well, maybe. Jimmy Fallon did a sketch in the year two thousand on SNL in Blackface. Ooh. And People have been bringing it up for years on Twitter and stuff, and he hasn't addressed it until the last like month or so. And he apologized and was like, "I genuinely didn't realize I was doing something wrong, and now I've, I definitely wouldn't do it again. And I'm like embarrassed and ashamed that I did it to begin with, and I'm sorry for the pain that I've caused." It's really brought it. <sighs> there, <sighs> there's a lot to do with like cancel culture that is hard to digest. Definitely not okay. That he did that. He also did it for his job. And it was 20 years ago. There's like. mm, There's a certain amount of like. Forgiveness and learning. That I feel like people need to have. And I'm glad that it seems like maybe he's learned. I'm a little bit disappointed that. He didn't address it sooner. Because I feel like he probably learned. That it was. I do think that he probably did it without. Somehow without realizing how bad it was. But if people have been calling him out on Twitter. For a while. He probably should have been like, I did this. He I feel like he should have said it before he was in the hot seat and at risk of having his show canceled for it. Yeah. I agree. That that's that's kind of the same thing that I'm seeing from the CEOs of places or founders of places or like high up people who are putting some like vacant statement up about Black Lives Matter and then someone calls them on something and then they apologize. And it's like, you needed to own up for this the second it happened. Like this is something you you did. Your apology should not be rooted in saving your own career. It should be rooted in doing the right thing. Yeah, I completely agree. Here's the thing, I don't want to look into your website's morals. Like there are so many companies that like if I find out like a friend is spending a lot of money somewhere or like if I am inclined to spend a lot of money somewhere, I'll like go and look and see i'll search like the name of the company and then controversy see if anything has happened because there's been so many times where like we've all been screwed by companies that we thought we could trust Mm -hmm. i've eaten that chick-fil-a back in the day it was delicious like that and i don't know i trusted that without having any sort of background i don't fucking want (laughs) to go to like the values page and like have to look into the ceo is the ceo donating money to like conversion therapy or whatever the, whatever the fuck else. Like, I would rather, yeah. Again, I think it's about transparency with things that especially, specifically are trying to sell me something. Yeah. I. I... Mm, these slices look delicious on a lighter note. They do. They really
1: do. They have all sorts of flavors on them. Have
0: you seen the cookie core? Um, I don't know that I did. It's like a hole that was drilled in the middle and filled with cookie. Oh my god. This looks amazing. Wait. I thought oh. of a fuck Mary Kill. Oh my god. Okay. Cookie dough flavor. Cherry Garcia or Chubby Hubby, which is the pretzel one, I think. Chubby Hubby is fuck. Okay.
1: Cherry Garcia's kill.
0: Mary Cookie and Dough? Mary Cookie Dough. I think yeah. I would kill. I would kill. Chubby hubby and fuck Cherry Garcia, but yeah, cookie dough is tried and true. I can't believe they invented it. I am still stunned by that fact
1: <laughs> like, like that's that's it I thought that was one of like the o g ice cream flavors. did Ben and Jerry's like create ice cream? Did they invent
0: it? You know question question for another day, I guess I suppose so. See you next time I'm on, next on who invented ice cream so. Moral of
1: the story, Ben & Jerry's is great. Everybody should buy their ice cream.